Grace, mercy, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The biblical narrative of Abraham and his journey with God to offer his son, his only son, as a sacrifice, is one of the most beautiful pictures of God's love for us in Scripture. You might have asked at one time, how can that be? What is so loving about asking one to sacrifice their son? It seems tragic, horrible, and violent. Abraham trusted God. It was Abraham, then Abram, that was called out from his father's house and and country to wander due to the sin of his fathers. God called him to be separated from everything he knew and to trust him. It was then he left with his wife and God protected he and his household. He promised Abram he would be a father of nations, many nations, even though he had no son at the time, no heir to carry on his name and take control of his estate. He had only a servant who would get everything. God changed his name to Abraham and his wife's name to Sarah, and he gave them a son, Isaac. Out of this trust he had for God, Abram set off to do what God desired and had asked of him, sacrifice your son. This was not an uncommon thing at that time, and the people around him practiced this in their worship of other gods like Molech. And Abraham set out to do the will of his God. I have often wondered what kind of conversation Abram had with God on that three-day journey. The Bible is mute in this detail, just as mute as it is about Isaac's thoughts. Isaac is not dumb. He is possibly 30 years old by some estimates. And he asked the question of Abraham. Father, where is the lamb for the sacrifice? Abraham gives the only answer he can. And with full faith in God, he answers, God will provide for himself the lamb for the burnt offering. I imagine the thoughts of Abraham are much like those of our Lord in the Garden of Gethsemane. Probably a full three days of, Lord, if this is the thing you have given me to do, that you have asked me to sacrifice my only son, if it can pass for me and my son, please, let thy will be done. And we all know the rest of the story. Abraham with a knife in his hand, hovering over his son, who was bound on the wood of the altar, the angel of the Lord, Many biblical scholars would say the pre-incarnate Christ himself appears, calls out to him, and commands him not to lay a hand on the boy. And then God provides a ram caught in a thicket for the sacrifice. Abraham had trusted God's promise to make him the father of many nations, and he trusted him to fulfill that promise even as he was about to sacrifice his only son, the carrier of the seed of those nations. He trusted in God's omnipotent power and wisdom, not his own reason. He heard the word of God and believed the promise given. Jump to John's gospel. Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. 
But the Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets. And yet you say, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who died, and the prophets died? Who are you to make, who do you make yourself out to be? It is interesting that before their living eyes is God, the Son, in the flesh, come down from heaven, sent by the Father. And they are speaking of their father, Abraham. For them, their righteousness is tied up in following Abraham and the covenant of circumcision along with all the laws that came later. They fail to see the very fulfillment of the promise that was made to Abraham that is standing before them. The blessing that has come for all nations from Abraham's line, from his seed. And Jesus says, truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The devil will use anything to take our eyes off Jesus. He was using Abraham, the one God had made his covenant with, that they might place their hope in being children of Abraham more than children of the promise, the word that is Christ Jesus. Keeping the word is quite simple, simply to fear, love, and trust in God above all things. This was the trust Abraham had as he gave, this is the trust that Abraham had to have as he suspended the knife in his hand over his son on the altar of sacrifice. I don't have a son, but I can look at either of my daughters and only give thanks to God that it was not asked of this poor miserable sinner. What kind of trust is that? Many now are being forced to trust in ways we have had not to deal with in many generations. Can you imagine taking your loved one to a nursing home or a hospital and leaving them at the door, possibly not even for COVID-19, but due to some other medical need. You place them there, not knowing if you will see them again, not able to sit at the bedside, hold their hand, pray, and comfort them. It's happening within our congregation and among your friends and neighbors and family. Who or what is your faith in at that moment? As Christians, we want to confess our faith in Christ Jesus totally. But in the boots on the ground, day-to-day troubles of our lives, it is difficult. Am I going to get paid? What about food? How am I going to pay a rent or mortgage if I'm laid off? Facing deadly pestilence, it's easy to lose sight. The devil would like us to place our trust in anything but Christ. We don't need to claim an and Abraham as our father, or anything else as our source of strength and hope, except our faith in Christ and what he gives. I mentioned that the angel that called out to Abraham and stopped him from sacrificing his son is believed by many to have been the pre-incarnate Christ. It's another one of those theophanies, appearances of God, that we find in Scripture. Think of the Red Sea and God fending off Pharaoh's army by parting the water so his people could escape. It was a stand back, I've got this moment, where God richly supplies what his people need and and they cannot attain for themselves, and that is salvation. The angel of the Lord, Christ, is stopping Abraham. Stand back, I've got this. Here is a ram. It will be the sacrifice that lets your son live. And Jesus is the sacrifice that lets us live. Jesus told the Jews, 
Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. The one who sought the glorification of Jesus was the Father. That glorification was not on a pile of wood as a slain and burnt offering. None of those was capable of saving creation. It was a cursed death on a cross, and Jesus was headed toward it as he stood in the temple with the Jews wanting to kill him. Even as he commanded Abraham to stop, Christ is the fulfillment of all that Abraham had been promised. The judge, God, was on his throne, and the judgment was meted out for the sins of the whole world upon Jesus. To keep Jesus' word is to believe in what Holy Scripture says of him and to trust in what he has accomplished on the cross. It is to cope, it is to hope in the blessed promise of the resurrection to eternal life for all who believe and trust in him. In Hebrews we read, For if the sprinkling of defiled persons with the blood of goats and bulls and with the ashes of a heifer sanctifies for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our consciences from dead works to serve the living God? Therefore he is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance since a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. The old covenant was entered via circumcision. Every male cut. It was no small event that marked God's people. It was a mark, a daily reminder of God and the covenant by which he had made them his people. We too are marked as God people. It is in holy baptism by which we enter into the new covenant. It is God's work in giving us forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. It is another, just stand back, I've got this work of God. And what a wonderful and glorious work it is, because it is all his. The devil wants to tempt us to have faith in something else, possibly even something even related to the worship of God, and make it the focus of our salvation. Have you prayed enough, hard enough? Are you going to church enough? Kind of hard right now. Are you, you aren't having family devotions every day, are you? You didn't call your parents and check on them, did you? The devil wants you to believe your salvation is what you do. But remember, baptism, baptism, baptism. Water along with the words of God and is the source of faith in Christ. Even the tiniest bit of faith that cries out to God is saving faith. It is faith that cries out in both distress and joy. It is faith that at the same time seems to cry out, God, why? And a moment later, thanks be to God. Because faith is God's work in us, we never have to worry that we have done enough or had faith enough. So long as we look to his son, our eyes on him. Faith looks to and trusts, like Abraham, in the promise of things unseen, and the promise spoken by God in his word that God has provided the lamb for the sacrifice. Baptism in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit changes you. It creates an identity. It gives you a new name and a new existence that cannot be taken away. It has made you an heir with, God, with Christ of the riches of heaven and eternal life. Does God ask us to sacrifice our children 
Absolutely not. He does test us. He desires that in our time of testing we have faith in his son whom he has given as a sacrifice for our sins. In the same way God sent his son to Abraham in that I've got this moment, he has sent Jesus into the flesh to be judged for our sin. Jesus has got this so that through faith in what he has done, we can have a right standing before God as his children and sure hope in the resurrection to eternal life that has come to us, no matter what the devil and the world may demand of us, even our lives. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.